Welcome to Light Steps Live. Our mission is to open the Word of God to edify the believer and evangelize the world, that people who follow Jesus can walk in the light as He is in the light. Go back, if you would, and look uh, at uh, Matthew chapter 7, verse 24 and following. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. Okay, here's what words. All of these words in this message. And I would say all of his words. If you'll think about Matthew 28, the Great Commission, he says, uh, uh, you know, go you into all the world, you know, um, making disciples, baptizing them, the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. Being under the authority and lordship and direction of Jesus is critical. And I think that's what he's getting at. It's critical. It's not just saying we are and not being in reality. It is not simply picking some things to do and doing them in the name of the Lord. Um, it is really um, being in a relationship where we hear from the Lord and um, and then obey the Lord. Um, that's really and truly critical. So Jesus says, everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. Okay, so there is two builders and two foundations. One builder is listening to the grand architect. The other one is not. One builder is clearly uh, building on a solid foundation and the other one is not. Now, uh, what if you're the type of builder who listens to the architect and uh, you find that you're building on shifting sand, then, you know, the having, you know, having developed the, the habit and the lifestyle of listening to the architect, if you'll follow my metaphor, uh, you say, whoa, 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 stop, stop. Uh, I, I, I want to rebuild all of this. And somebody say, are you crazy? We, we, you know, we've been going at this for a long time. It doesn't make any difference. I am a builder who listens to the architect and I've discovered that my listening was imperfect. And so my building was imperfect and I want to, you know, I want to shift things up. Well, that that's possible. That's possible. Uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll never forget. Uh, one of my favorite movies is so sad. I love Schindler's List. And in Schindler's List, there's this scene where they're building one of the concentration camps and they're, they're, they're using slave labor. And, and the person that's even in charge of the, the, the architecture is one of the imprisoned, um, you know, Jewish people. And, and, uh, this young lady is a, is an engineer and she's exhorting them to tear it down. And there's this big argument and the commandant walks over and he's like, what is this big argument about? And she, she just says, you know, we're doing this all wrong. Uh, there's, I think the word she used was, there's going to be a subsidence. In other words, it's going to fall. And, um, well, these very cruel Germans, these very cruel, um, SS Nazis, um, they shoot the woman in the head. Um, and then he turns to him, he goes, tear it all down and build it back. And, uh, it is, it is a very hard to watch scene, but I'll never forget years ago when I first saw Schindler's List, um, I, that scene wouldn't leave my mind. And I started thinking, you know, am I this person who, if the architect, if the one with the knowledge and I'm listening to him, I'm engaged with him, am I going to be the person who wants to just shut that voice out? That's what they want to do. Hey, you know, Hey, Jewish lady, we hate you. Be quiet. We're not going to listen to you. Or will I listen to that voice? 
Um, <laughs> and ironically, in the movie, which isn't the Bible, but I've thought about that scene so many times, they listen to the architect and hate her. I want to be that person who listens to the grand weaver, as Ravi Zacharias would say. I want to listen. To, I want to be that person who listens to the grand architect and love listening to him. And when I find myself in error, I I I want to be more joyful to discover that I'm still hearing from the architect and to discover that there is a way to be corrected. I, I want to be more delighted in that than I am upset that I have to go back and and and, and change something. Okay, so there's two types of builders, the one who is listening to the architect and the one that's not. And then there's that architect who um, is listening and builds on the right foundation. Um, makes me want to break out in song. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but holy Lean on Jesus' name, on Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. Two kinds of builders, two kinds of foundations. Are you, are you that person, are you that builder who is building your life by listening to the leadership of the Lord, and then under his leadership, building on a solid foundation. Or are you that person who knows all the information about God, but doesn't really listen to him and you built your life on sinking sand? I think a time like we've been going through really helps us see this in a fresh way. If having barbershops and sitting in and, and the ability to sit in a restaurant and the ability to go to beaches or whatever. If, if that stuff being pulled out from under your feet has totally destroyed your life, then you have a life that is built on sinking sand. Cause this is the storm and that's what happens. A storm comes in both cases, a storm comes and it tests the building and the foundation. And it really tests the builder, right? It tests the builder. Because, you know, um, it, it tests the wisdom of the builder because they say, well, what was I building? What did I build it on? And, you know, did the storm tear it down? This, this, is, this is really confrontational stuff. And somebody might say, I have faced an incredible amount of storms in my life and I am still standing. Okay. Uh, how, how about the final storm? How about the judgment seat of God? How about when the Lamb's book of life is opened? Will it open and reveal that you have a life that is built on Jesus? Or will it reveal that you have a life built on something besides Jesus? Because anything besides Jesus is sinking sand. So we, we might, you know, we might have been, you know, you know, blessed and positioned in such a way that life hasn't particularly challenged us and beat us down. Um, hey, maybe so. God bless you if you have. But the Bible says it's appointed a man to die in the face of judgment. Are we ready to face that storm on the foundation we have built? 
that is a that is a confrontational question par excellence. Um, so what type of builder are you? Are you a builder who listens to the grand architect? Are you a builder that is willing to be corrected? What sort of foundation have you built your life on? What sort of, uh, Damage has this current storm done to you? What have you learned about yourself during this time? Have you learned that your joy was was rooted in your comfort, your leisure, your pleasure, uh, your definition of, uh, you know, liberty, your definition of autonomy? Um Jesus, Jesus uh, finishes all of what he's taught, and uh, the crowds were astonished at his teaching. He was teaching as one who had authority. It, 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 you know, it made ultimate sense, and he was different than his peers. Uh, he was speaking on things with a, a sort of finality, a sort of uh, finality that they hadn't even uh, ever really um, encountered before. He he challenged, uh, in he challenged ensconced ways of of, of uh, that's not the right word. What's the word I want? I can't think of it right now. He he challenged he challenged settled ways of of thinking about things, and he basically said, you know, uh, all throughout the Sermon on the Mount, he basically said it in various ways. You have heard it said, but I say to you, um, he has gone at everything. That is only about appearance. Let me say that very carefully. That it's only about appearance. And he has challenged people to really get at the heart of issues and allow God to get at their heart. You see, that's, that's a two way thing there. You get at the heart of the issue. You allow God to get to your heart. And so, um, I think at, the end of the Sermon on the Mount, we're left, I'm left sort of breathless and exhausted because uh, he named enough different things that I absolutely at no time could, could say I'm, I'm, I'm innocent of all of this um, simultaneously. You know, I might be doing well in this area or that area, but how am I doing in all of this? Um, now, I want to say, um, I, I don't think I'm saved because I am good at any of it, especially I don't think I'm saved because I'm good at all of it. Um, my, my hope of salvation is in the shed blood of Jesus, um, that, and that he, you know, was buried. He, 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 he died for sin and was buried and was raised again and seen of many witnesses. My, my hope, like I was, terribly singing a moment ago. My hope is built on Jesus Christ and his righteousness. And I have no other hope. I have no, I don't think anything else will ever save me from the wrath of God. I don't think it's my goodness. I don't think it's the good works I do. My goodness is like filthy rags. I was I was teaching on Luke 11 the other day, and it, it just struck me in a fresh way how uh, the work of good earthly fathers 
Um, it, God commended it, but he says, you're evil. Wait a minute. You, you say a good earthly father is evil. Is it that he's evil in relation to a bad earthly father or in relation to a neighbor? No, he's, he's evil in comparison to holy God. I have no hope in my flesh. So I don't think I'm saved because I can do all this. I think that a saved person gets excited about now being able to pursue this. <clears throat> however, however, I think this, this strong inventory in the face of the great many challenges we've been facing lately really, you know, makes me say, am I enjoying the Lord? Am I, am I pres, I have depended on the Lord to ultimately save me. Am I dependent on the Lord to presently save me? I, am I making sense? Am I, am I, am I dependent on God to save me in the middle of a stay at home or in the middle of a pandemic? Am I dependent on God to be my help, my satisfaction, my joy? Am I, am I, Am I lining up my priorities with the things he's revealed are his priorities? There's just a lot of questions here. Am I putting on a religious show or do I have a real relationship? It's an incredible amount of things that are really challenging in the Sermon on the Mount. And you get down through chapter number seven and all these, uh, all these twos, you might say, and you start to say, um, man, what kind of builder am I? What have I built on? Or what sort of tree am I? Am I bearing good fruit? What sort of, what sort of man under authority am I? Am I a man under authority who mostly goes around doing whatever I want to do? Or am I a man under authority who is seeking to, 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 to be under the command of God? Am I, am I a man who, who is on the narrow way? Or am I a man who is just, uh, running around out here, uh, doing whatever on the wide way. This is a truly, truly confrontational passage, and I absolutely love it, and we need it during this time. Many of us are upset about many things, and then I think the question we need to ask is, are we upset about the right things? And then what's our hope in, in, in being upset? Is our hope Jesus, or is our hope that some governor or some president or whoever is going to, going to be the ones that can suddenly bring us peace. Well, as I terribly saying, my testimony is my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name, on Christ the solid rock I stand. And I know it, brothers and sisters, all other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is seeking sand, having hope in a political party, having hope in a, in a stay at home order being lifted, having hope that there's some return to normal. All of those things are seeking sand, having hope in my goodness, my works, uh, my, my religious record, all of that stuff, sinking sand, having hope in my money, my health, my mind, sinking sand. And the Sermon on the Mount has brought me uh, a, a personal inventory and, and, and is opening me for personal revival. And I pray that he is doing the same in and with and for you today.
Thank you for joining us on Light Steps Live today. My name is Katie Bose, and the rest of our production team is Andrew Liggett, Shannon Allen, and Steve Riley. Music provided by Banjo Ben Clark. Connect with Banjo Ben at banjobenclark.com. Tim Bose is a pastor of East Rock Community Church and the executive director of My Life Matters, a gospel ministry with a focus on making disciples who become lifelong followers of Jesus. Discover more about My Life Matters at mylifematters.club. Thank you.